Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV, get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up Vince's No, butt. no, no, no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, it's Nestle Mania. Alongside for the ride is JC, and we are now officially... Let's get ready to rumble! That was uh, Shane O'Mac. I got uh, good stamina at some things, but not stamina. at other things. Stamina. Yeah. Stamina. We are pumped and jacked here on the Jabberknocker. We We're going to collide worlds at eventually at some eventually. point, too. Um, even though you don't even know the card, and I know like half of it. But uh, we'll get there, and we uh, you should definitely take our advice. But first, the Royal Rumble week is like the best week of wrestling, in my opinion. This and WrestleMania are definitely the high points. I just love the Royal Rumble. I know our boy Billy loves the Royal Rumble. We all love the Royal Rumble. So you know what? The Jabberknocker website, we have so much coverage for you. Um, first off, you did an article at Nestlemania. Mm. Wow, that's a real person. Hey, you actually said um, something. What are the ingredients for a great Royal Rumble? Check that out. Faux show. Our boy Billy dusted off the old pen hand uh, and did an article about Cain Velasquez eliminating Brock Lesnar and winning the Royal Rumble would be an insult to everyone. Must read. You know, Billy's a rant guy. Can we call him a rant guy? Yeah, I will say. He's at Hyper Billy. Billy. 2411. Hyper Billy rant guy. Like yeah. it. Um, I did a betting guide which uh, is fresh up, hot off the presses because you know what? Gambling's becoming more and more illegal here in the States. I know it has always been for all you folks that aren't in the States, but this is a big deal for us here. And JC provided you a betting guide. <laughs> Just a note before you read it. Um, betting favorites is boring and you don't win money that way. So I like taking long shots. So keep that in mind when you read it. But, you know, I think you'll enjoy it. Even if you don't know betting, it's an interesting way, a different way to look at the Royal Rumble. And, of course, a non-Royal Rumble-related content, but results from the Rumble will affect this. The Brothers Quinn at DJ DJ <laughs> at, yeah, at DQ of the JK and at TJ of the JK wrote an article fantasy booking WrestleMania 36 card 36 check that out for show and uh, those boys will also uh, be doing a little Worlds Collide uh, NXT Hangover there you go late Saturday night which uh, will be up uh, probably Sunday at Sunday some point, morning yes. I would guess but yeah so be on the lookout for that as well but here on this podcast. This is one of our favorite shows of the year. Know why? Because in the hope section, we give our 30 hopes for the Royal Rumble match. So that is to come. That's what you call a deep tease, folks. But you know what? We only start one place and one space only. You'll always be in my shine. Mwah. Can we start there? Like, really, I, I can't. I cannot tell you how I much mean, I enjoyed it. So Mandy bad. and Otis is the best <laughs> thing in WWE right now. It is so good. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, He's like the Kool-Aid man. I just like, when she climbed up, you're like, okay, she's getting knocked off. Yeah. And he catches her. And the freaking, as Mark Henry said on Twitter, the ton tornado of Otis. Like, this guy is like, he's just like, this is what I hoped for when I envisioned him in WWE. Like, this is who he is. 
This is Otis. This is the best possible thing you can do with him. It's great for Mandy. It's great for Otis. It's great for Heavy Machinery and Fire and Desire. It's great for everyone involved because this is just good shit. And I will say, um, they literally took one of my Rumble hopes because one of my Rumble hopes was going to be every time Mandy gets eliminated from the Rumble, Otis catches her. But you know what? They kind of blew it for me there. But you know what? Great TV. It was great TV. I appreciated everybody's uh, videos afterwards that were showing <laughs> all the different things. They had they had the Val Venus uh, thing on Monday mm -hmm. where it was so fucking funny. There's so many things about this that w were executed correctly. It was the fact that she smiled, he smiled, tongue twist, and then he was like gyrating a little bit. And the whole thing was great. <laughs> the, the, but I think the cherry on top is that the thing that everybody doesn't care about, which I understand because the, the other stuff was so great, was that Sonya wanted him out there, yeah. yet Sonya lost the match. So the storyline continues yeah. to build the rift between her and Mandy, yeah, which has been great. like a two-year thing, but it's great. it appears they're actually finally doing it. It's great because I think that there's like that's a logical thing to happen where she's going to make fun of his size or make fun of that he's stupid or all he does is gyrate and all that, all that shit. Like, does the caterpillar, he's a little fat guy. Like, she'll say all that stuff, mm -hmm. and I will eat it all up yeah. because it's... This is not clean fun. I guess it is, but it's good fun. It's clean it's, tongue tornado fun. Tongue tornado is clean fun. I'm not going to do the joke that I can. you can make out of that. We're going to move right on. You're just looking at me weird when I say no, that. No, I'm ready for you to give shiny shine. I, I, I was actually excited by not something that, that happened uh, early on in SmackDown, but it was something that I didn't expect to enjoy was Kane comes out, cuts his random-ass promo about the, the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. But then, and only then, do we get a Firefly Fun House, mm -hmm. which always gets me excited. And then they talk about how the Fiend's going to come out and hurt Kane, and Kane just is outside already, turns around and says, what took you so long? We think that he's talking to the Fiend, turns around to be Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan beats the Fiend into, like, pulp, yep. essentially, and he goes scurrying in. He actually goes through the, the ring. Daniel Bryan rips off a little bit of the dreads and then celebrates with the yes, yes, yes. To me, I thought this was an amazing segment to start off the show. I thought this was an amazing segment in a long time of just being able to think, to enjoy. Everything was woven. I think the reason they brought out Kane, yes, it is Royal Rumble season. He has the career elimination record, as well as the fact that he did have a uh, Stone Cold podcast or Stone Cold sessions on the WWE Network, which, by the way, was actually, in my opinion, better than The Undertaker's. So you should check that out. That's not surprising No, at all. but it's just, it is what it is. Um, but it was good. And there was a lot of things that I could think about when I was watching this because it, 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 it kind of transformed into like, okay, r r you know, Rambling Rabbit is going to be okay. Obviously, we He was this. on carrot juice. That <laughs> was my favorite part of the segment is like, how does Ivy hook up the <laughs> carrot juice? <laughs> it's awesome. It's so – the little idiosyncrasies about these things are so funny. And then, of course, you know, like later on we, we have Daniel Bryan backstage and he's talking about, you know, I have a stupid idea what I'm going to do in the Royal Rumble, which, is this, which I'm going to be tethered to the Fiend so he can't escape. I thought as he was describing this, JC – you were in my mind and in my heart. I was, it was, I was waiting cage for the match. word cage match. Yep. And I was like, no, we've already yes. seen a Wyatt Brian cage match. Yes. And no. That, but I'm surprised that they pulled out an old one, a good one, a one that never really uh, culminates in anything, in yeah, my opinion. So it's it's a murky one, which I think that the reason why they picked this matchup, the strap match, is so that they can have a murky finish. Yeah. Because I see that they're probably not going to go the original, the traditional route of, you know, a strap match, I think, depending on how you where you come from and how you remember it, is you tag each corner and you win the matchup. That's clearly not going to be the case. I think they're going to WWE it again, I yeah, think. Yeah, because Brian's reasoning was so that The Fiend couldn't get away. Right. But the other thing that works against Brian is his moveset is so momentum-based. Yes. And it's kind of he's kind of neutralizing himself. 
So it's going to be interesting. Um, if there's someone who can pull it off a match like this and make it interesting, it's Daniel Bryan. Um, luckily, this feud has so much story in it that uh, it's it should be good, even though I'm not a big fan of this type of match. But I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. I That's think what I think, too. Here's, here's where I think this is going to be on the card. I think based on everything I've seen so far, this is the matchup before the Men's Royal Rumble. I think it's the match that keeps you interested, doesn't really get you too excited, keeps the momentum a little bit lower, gives you that little break. I'm not saying it's a piss match or a bathroom break. I'm just saying you kind of understand this isn't over or this isn't whatever it's going to be. And I think it gives you that moment to go, okay, I'm ready for the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's, I think this is where it's going to go. That's where I, I, And I think that that's why it's a strap match. I think, like we said, it's kind of a murky kind of thing. Yeah, and this could easily – they have two more pay-per-view events before WrestleMania. Oh, so boy. we they clearly could – Bring this back once again. I don't think people would hate it. No. Um, another thing I liked, it was it was a quick treat, but it was a treat nonetheless. Uh, the Usos versus The Revival. Um, anytime these two lock arms, horns, arms, horns, whatever you want to call it, forearms. I enjoy it. So, yeah, I don't have much to add besides that, but I like quick treats sometimes. I, You know, this, you, I, you like a good quickie. That's fine. I like to have a little bit more of a sensual wrestling experience for me. I, I really was hoping this thing was going to be a two-segger. I thought it was going to be good, but it wasn't. Two-segger. I like yeah. that. Two-segger. I like that slaney lingo. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be a good segment. I thought it was going to be like, oh, we get we maybe we're waiting for the hot tag after the break, but no, yeah, it no, it was quick, you know, but it wasn't, and uh, it, it was not, and uh, I was I was I was tempted to enjoy it, yet I didn't feel uh, that I got my full experience, so I do definitely want more. I did little th- blue balls, right? Yeah, a little yeah, bit. it's January. It's cold. It is, little it's blue cold. balls. It's for cold. those of you that live in cold with the climate, yeah, except for TJ. Fuck you, TJ. Yeah, for living fuck in you, Florida. TJ. Yeah. Yeah. I live in Florida. I have a window. They can open. have Wednesday weddings down there. That is normal, apparently. Yeah, what a jerk. If someone tried that up here. That'd be awful. Yeah. Who yeah. has when first? Apparently, Florida every day is a weekend. That's what he said. <laughs> what a jerk. What a jerk. I want to fly down to Florida just to slap him in the face with a fish. Well, speaking of slapping the face and jerks, I'm about to be a jerk because John Morrison had his no! slow-mo back. John no! Morrison in the shine this week for me. Stop it. Because I was last week you were like, he didn't even have his slow-mo back. So immediately I saw it and I thought of you and I'm like, ah. Oh. So what can he say this week? Um, I thought his punches and flips looked good. He Stop beat Big it. E. Stop the crowd it. got hot for this match. That was the thing. Because I know last week you are like, oh, Morrison came out and they didn't react. It's like... Well, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people in some of these crowds, especially SmackDown is more of a kid's show, they don't know who the fuck he is because they weren't alive yet. But so it's one of those things. It's like, but when I watch Morrison, he's a guy I never really want to like. Like even when, back in the day, like I was never a big fan of Johnny Nitro or any of that. I hated him with Johnny Nitro. I'm like, get this guy out of here. But then I'll watch a match and he does things and he holds my attention and there are exciting spots. Sure. And that's what he is. He's, he's kind of a spot monkey. He is. I'm he okay ab- with that. He absolutely is a spot orangutan. That's exactly yeah. what he is. And the crowd got hot for it. So you know what? Shine. That's for Suck you. It. That's for you. For me. And for everyone for else. You, the minute he threw the first strike, I went, forearm. Terrible. Can't throw a punch to save his goddamn life. The man looks like a human ping pong ball. Has no rhyme or reason to do what he does when he does. I hope the revival, top guys... Go and beat up Miz and Morrison because these flips are so goddamn stupid. They, they, they are so bad. When I watch this, he goes, I don't know what to do. I'm going to do Starship Pain and miss 75% of it. <laughs> it's the worst and name, it's but the, I, it's, it's so the bad. worst fucking move. I know TJ hates that I have the stupid argument with Jomo but, or, or, or DQ, one of the two brothers, Quinn. They hate Oh, that we're I, all against you. Oh, I understand that, yeah. and I I embrace the hate. I don't give a shit. It's not hate. It's just um the, the ignorance. You are on the wrong side of history it. and intelligence. That's sure. Whatever you want to call it, I will stay on Nestle Island. However, yeah. I will say this much: everybody, you all have to agree, and you all have 
that Starship Pain yeah. is a shitty fucking move. Yeah, but if I'm going to throw someone out just for their finish, then we got to throw out our boy on Oh, here we go again. That no. was the only point I was no. making with no. that. No, I, I have I have problems with with Jomo for every other reason. I, I know, because it's, you it's are so flip. jealous whoop, whoop, of whoop, his whoop, whoop. boyish good looks with that fucking boyish. hair. That flow, he oh, has legit Jesus flow. Christ. And you don't have that flow. That's why you're jealous. I don't have it either. I'm jealous, no, but look, I respect it. Look, look. I respect the flow. You respect the flow. That's yeah. great. I'm stopping the flow right now, and I'm telling you that Joe Mo has problems. no flow. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, John Morrison is literally a good mid-card guy. That's it. That's all he's going to be, and that's what he's going to have. And how to be. is that a problem? No, I'm just saying, you guys, you guys just go and you start no, to no, light no, no, me no, up no. because of stuff. The like reason this. why we light you up is because you pretty much talk like them, like he doesn't deserve to be there. He does. He is an elite mid card talent. He was okay. He, he is let me perfect ask you this. for that. Let me ask you the this. The people who say they want him to be a world champion, I don't agree with that. Okay. But good for them. But no, he's not, and he never has been. He never will be. But that doesn't mean he shouldn't be there. The people who carry the show week to week are um, the guys yeah, in the mid card. That's why I, I guys like Kofi and Miz and Dolph Ziggler have lasted forever. Do they get taste of the manic men? Of course. But they are the bread and butter of the show. They are the meat and potatoes, like right in the middle. They carry you week to week. They're out there performing. And I don't disagree with you. That's 100 percent correct. What I do. Disagree Disagree with is the fact that if he left for seven, eight years, yeah, then why isn't he? If he's that important, why didn't he stick around? You just said that those people because stay, stay everyone around. leaves sometimes. Not the some people, people you just need said, to leave. You just said all those people right there, those mid card people yeah. have stuck it out because the they last wanted 11, to 12, stay. That's if they fine. wanted to leave, they could have left. But, but I'm just saying, they wanted to stay because he John knew. Morrison wanted to try something different. John Morrison has not evolved, has not changed, has not done anything yeah, from the last whatever. seven years to the eleven years that he's been in the business. No, why? why? Because what he does works for him and what he is. Doesn't work for you because you're a hater and you're jealous. That's no, all. that's not it. It's okay. That's not it. It's okay. He has not changed. Everybody else has evolved. They've all evolved. Have they though? Yes. You're gonna tell me that Kofi Kingston hasn't evolved, that the Miz hasn't evolved, that Ziggler hasn't evolved. Look at all those mid carders that you tell me. They, they have to evolve to stay around. Morrison he evolved into Morrison. He chose to leave. Yeah. So what? You're why are you holding that against him? So did Drew McIntyre, Jinder Mahal. But he came, came, Jinder Mahal came back and became a world champion because he looked different. Because he was different. The Mac returned to be different. Something different had to change. The Mac different. just got the bigger. The Mac was the Mac was a flabby three MP. <laughs> yeah, baby. Stupid idiot. Morrison was already in good shape though. I'm not saying the shape. So what? I'm, you want him to get in like better shape? You want him to like I him, I want That's him not to human. change to be something different. He's the exact same. You literally, I'm telling He's you right cool. now. He's cool. My biggest cool gripe. Cool people don't need to my change. Li- my, my biggest gripe with this entire Jomo thing is that you hit pause on this man, let him roll around in some fucking podunk places for seven wow. years, and then he comes back and you hit unpause. And you know what happened? He was cryogenically frozen, looks exactly the same, maybe a little bit older, done nothing different to change anything he's ever done in his goddamn life. Maybe he's married somebody that's really talented. You should check around Impact. But other than that, he's literally done nothing. He's done nothing but shitty fucking movies and shitty fucking wrestling since the last seven years. I'm done. I'm over. It's done. <laughs> oh, this is great. All I will say is that some people don't need to change because they're already great. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, we're going to go to Raw because there was a ladder match on that show. And what do we love? Woo! Ladder matches. Who else do we love? Andrade and yes, Rey Mysterio Wrestling. This was great. We got a return after the match with Shimmy Shimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Possible comeback nominee. This had everything. Yes, this had can. everything. Zelina on the ladder. Like it, this had everything. This is a match where I, botches make you more nervous. This is the only time where something will slip and die, and you go, "Oh my god, 
this is, you know, oh, like usually I'll sit there and go, no, they messed it up. They messed it up. This is the one where Rey Mysterio tried to do like 35 Herna Caranas and God damn it, did he miss? Or, you know, he was trying to do the whole Jeff Hardy slipping from the, the belt gimmick to be caught and to do some type of Herna Carana, I assume, but he just fucking domed himself on the mat. There, it was sloppy, but I think that gives that element of excitement where you're like, okay, they're trying too fucking hard. But to me, this is, in my opinion, in the early stages of 2020, this year alone, mm-hmm. this is the only television match that I'll remember. I agree. In my opinion. 100% agree. Because there was a definitive minute, you know, uh, definitive beginning, middle, and end, and we had the shimmy shimmy come back as well. There's so many different things that were continuing the feud, so I'm excited for it. I love a good ladder match. I do think that based on what we got in the main event, we won't talk about it in the shine, I wish this was the end of the show, but I understand, too, that sending people home with uh, Ray and shimmy wouldn't have necessarily sent you off with a yay, buddy, kind of feeling. So... It is what it is. We move on from it. But, yes, if you haven't seen that match, go check it out. It's a good car wreck. Everybody loves a good car wreck. So there you go. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know what else um, that I really enjoyed? Um, I, I can't believe these words are about to come out of my mouth. Like Say I, it. I, I tweeted it, and I was in shock. Mojo Raleigh brought more legitimacy to the 24-7 title in that short backstage segment than anyone ever has. And, like, this just, like, it's working. It's only been, like, a week, but, like, it's working. Like they, they, he said, no more ha-has. Two of the biggest ha-ha, bully, 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 tried to come up and ha-ha him, and he just destroyed them. It he is did. the strongest a 24-7 champion has ever looked. It's a quick note. I still hate the title. But at least this, I'm like, okay, this is finally something different with this title where I'm seeing it defended in a legitimate way as opposed to Roll-Up City. Roll-Up City. Yeah. Well, we're still going to get it, I think. Oh, for sure. But it was, a, like I said, it was a nice change of pace. Absolutely. It actually made me care about this title for three seconds until I saw it again and realized how ugly it is. Three seconds. That's all it's going to take for me to tell you that there is not much more to t- that I'm excited about. Yeah. Um. So you know what I am excited about, though? I wish you could see what he's doing, folks. Now he's doing the, like, pump thrust. It's a new one. <laughs> uh, Matt Hardy comes out to uh, fight Eric Rowan, uh, my favorite segment of every week on Raw. Um, long story short, Rowan gets bit again, slams the cage on the stairs in anger. So whatever bit him, he was very mad at, and he probably upset it even more. But uh, that just made Eric Rowan see red literally on his hand and in the rain and defeat Matt Hardy in two seconds. It's true. It's true. And I did say on this program the detective was correct. Yep. I did say. What did I say last week, JC? His hand was wrapped. Yes. And why? Because why? Something bit him. That's right. That is right. I'm just saying I'm not telling you all to be listening to the knocker, but you should listen to the knocker. Well, if they're hearing this right now, they're listening well, to the Well, yeah. Knocker. I'm just saying, like, on Twitter I wrote, if you're not listening to the knocker, listen to the knocker. Because we come up with great ideas. That's why the 30 Hopes are going to be fun, folks. It's going to bring you into that moment of, like, yes, excitement spectacular things that happen happen because of the knocker. That's all I'm saying. We're real and we're spectacular. We are. We are. But on that note, I will say on a, on a side of this entire detective part, it was weird seeing Matt Hardy. Always looks fantastic. Does his thing. Does out his V1 delete thing. But he's there. A lot of people on Twitter outraged that the at Matt Hardy brand is a jobber. Do they, do they want Matt Hardy to start beating people? The guy can barely walk. This is, this is honestly... Matt Hardy right now is that nostalgia act that comes out. You hear his music. You pop because you see him. He does a few of his gimmicks, but I'm sorry. Matt Hardy, geriatric jobber. But I like him because they're using him how he should be used. He is a guy that goes out there. He's an act that's over. You feed him to a heel, but you still he's still out there. 
He's still entertaining the crowd, and it just gives another notch on Rowan's belt, which is what he needs right now. <gasps> yeah. It's not. I'm see in this situation, like they're using it correctly, so it's not a negative connotation. But yeah, he's a geriatric jobber. I'm not gasping. I just have asthma. But the one thing <laughs> I do. One of the funniest things you've ever done. It's not my joke. That's okay, why it's funny. That's why. But no, uh, just there's so many things that that run through my mind that I went, oh god, like this is this is Matt Hardy. You, how dare you? Even a man, and you know how when I say yes. these, even when I say these words out loud, you're gonna laugh and you're gonna go, wow, look at the hypocrite. And I know. I know, hippo nestle, I get it, but I I went on Twitter, scrolled through my feed, and I went, Mick Foley even is upset that Matt Hardy's not being used, which, to my to my chagrin, is really just saying, like, hey, you know, everybody loves Matt Hardy. Yes, and I agree. I, so. I, am, I like Matt Hardy, too, but, like, what would you have him do? To me, this is, like, this is the most believable thing you have him do. He comes out, he gets his entrance, he does his couple moves, then he loses. Like, what, what, you want Matt Hardy to start getting pushed? No, I the want- The guy can't walk. No. If he goes out there and starts beating a guy like fucking Ricochet, then I'm going to be outraged. Why can't you have Matt Hardy be some type of uh, connection to the Fiend, some type of connection yeah, to Bray Wyatt? Yeah, that's fine. And be the, be the, uh, the, the recruiter for the Funhouse. That's fine. Doesn't well, have he's, to not on, he's not on SmackDown. Well, so. he could be. He's not. He could be. He he's could not. be. He could be. I, listen. So I, I guess the solution is people would rather see him not on TV, which everyone loses. Listen, you want to see Jeff Hardy, don't you? I don't. I mean. You want to talk about somebody that does the same thing all the I'm time? I'm not a Jeff Hardy guy, but, like, I he entertains me. Yeah, because you want to see him die. No, I don't want to see him die. I want to see him jump off shit and do crazy shit. That's the same hopefully thing. Hopefully not it's die. the same thing. Yeah. I don't actually want to see him die. But I, I just, I'm not alone. Like, it's, it's just what we are. Anyway. Everyone loves a spot monkey, Adam. It's true. Everybody loves the pod. Yeah, I can't do it, but yeah, I get it. Look, so getting back to my original detective point. So we get there, we talk about, okay, he slams the freaking thing down on the stairs. By the way, you lost your shit in the thread when he was stairs, stairs, stairs. Yeah, it was great. Because you love the, the Rowan connection I, to stairs. Well, here's the thing. Like, you always make fun of me, but Eric Rowan is always touching stairs all the time. Like, even before he had this cage, which he rests on the stairs and moves the stairs, when he goes to get in the ring, he always smashes the stairs. Duh. Eric Rowan will always be connected with stairs, and stairs will always be connected to Eric Rowan. Hall of Fame career, just because of that. Just the stairs. The, yeah. the stairs deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, not Eric Rowan. Uh, no, they're a tag team. Uh, have they won championships? I don't think so. Uh, they probably should. They'd be more believable in the other tag team How champions. do you pin stairs? You can't. Genius. Yeah. Genius. Yep. There's no shoulder. Yep. Well done. If I'm ever going to be a Roman attacking. Reigns how, and Bray Wyatt how the, and John Cena, like all those stair throws. Stairs. Ask how that shit tastes, bro. It is. Mm. How's that shit taste, bro? That's yeah. going to be a t-shirt, I'm sure. But anyway, so back to, we're trying to get to my detective point. <laughs> As you derailed this podcast. Uh, like, you no, derailed no, it too. I know. I did. I did. I went into the- We're the, professional derailers. Derailers. Chugga, chugga, choo-choo. Off the rails on a crazy train. Anyway, so, uh, you know, you think about this Rowan thing. I'm more interested every single week. The I fact that he, that he did that whole thing. I, I'm still thinking the bandage thing, I would like to see maybe it angered him. And they keep banging all that crap, you know, and they throw it and they slash it. And it, the thing must still be alive, right? So as I'm putting all the clues together, I'm thinking, okay, it can absorb a lot of pain, right? It keeps coming back. I'm telling you. I think that there is some type of rabid rabbit in that thing. I do. I think I think about it because let's say he smashed a normal thing like that to an animal. It would not survive. Peter is going to be pissed. That's why there's a cover. But I'm telling you right now, get excited, folks, because whatever's in there, it's got to be a legitimate thing. I, I love this. I, I, I never want it to end. It's my favorite thing on Raw. I hope I never find out what it is. I hope it is the longest reigning mystery of all time. It's so good. It's it. 
you know, there's so many things that you can do with it by not showing it. I cannot it. wait to see what they do in the Rumble with it. Oh, speaking of, which, Rumble. speaking of which, there's one of my hopes. Thank right God. There. I was hoping because I don't have yeah. a good one. I'm like, no, I, got is, one. I need the detective for I got this one. one. I got okay. one. That's how you tease. That's I good. Tease. That means I get to hear the music again. Yeah, there you That's go. That's exciting. There you um, go. <laughs> other notes from Raw? The segment was meh, but I do really want to see Lesnar versus Ricochet. Really? I want to see that match. Not for a Royal Rumble, but like you want to actually. So I match. actually would have been fine because I, I probably Billy even said it, but like this is where the Finn Balor match was. Right. It was like this is. I have no problem with the Royal Rumble match being a match where I know the champion is retaining, but entertain me, and this would this would have been the spot. Sure. Um. So I wouldn't mind if Brock's gonna fight at one of these other pay per views. Why not Ricochet? I think it'd be a good good fun time, and they're clearly like doing this. They're having a match down the line at some point. I don't know when it is, but. I liked the, I like that aspect of it because I think that would be good shit. Look, I, we always give a, a real hard time for this Mighty Mouse complex where he comes out and does this bing, 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 yeah. you know, whatever. But I will say that was probably one of his more decent promos. Yeah, it wasn't terrible. was not terrible. I did appreciate, you know, what was going on the whole day. And then, you know, with that whole promo, it, it is what it is. And then the thing that took me off of it was Brock Lesnar saying, mm, not scared. Yeah, you know, like, just... you can't talk, Brock. Like, you're the toughest dude I've ever... Like, if I see you ever, and I'm going to shrivel up into, like, the ball and run away from you, like, or roll away from you, I I, I am scared of that man, even from my television yeah. set. But There's a reason talks, why he has an advocate. When he talks, he's like, not scared. It's just like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Like, I, I'm less scared of you now. Yeah, it's one of those know? things where I laughed because I thought it was funny and I wasn't supposed to feel right. that emotion. But whatever, I was entertained. I don't think – it's probably off – like, that was probably off script, too. I bet you that wasn't even something he was supposed to do. Yeah, who knows? You never know with Brock. I he's feel like Brock, they go out – they say to him, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Also, he's with the guy who runs the show. Yeah, so – So I'm sure he would have said to Heyman, like, hey, I'm going to do something. Heyman's like, sure, yeah. buddy. Yeah, do what you want. Yeah. Just don't kill me. All right. Um, speaking of funny, some of us have great sense of humor humors. And Monday after weekend update was back. I think these are great. They're so corny. I love corny dad jokes and all that shit, so this is right up my alley. And, of course, it gave us one of the greatest video packages ever of Otis just doing all his Otis things to Val Venus's music. Like, R-O-F-L, as many kids on the internet say. How old are you? Uh, 21. That's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. I will say this much. There were certain things about this that I did not enjoy. Yeah, there were certain things that like, I really did like enjoy. Humor. That's not true. It's okay. I'm funny, damn it. It's okay. Yeah. I'm funny. You just said I had a good joke, even though it wasn't mine. I should have taken it. It was me. But, uh... <laughs> you my point. I don't have to say it. Go ahead. No, but look, th I will say this much. I appreciate the weekend update thing. Like, it looks good. It's funny. But I, for me, the canned laughter and, like, the shitty jokes, they're not that's good for me. But SNL, I just... that's just... Uh, they're, they're ripping off SNL. Oh, I understand that. I understand the full-fledged of the whole thing. But yeah. I just... I can't... For the life of me, like everybody's like, oh, Dawkins is so much better than Montez Ford in that thing. It's not even close. Montez Ford has the better joke. I honestly think they're both good. I just – because Montez, the thing about him is like just the way he is. Like he's just – he's like even when he's sitting down, you can't constrain him. Mm -hmm. Dawkins has the delivery for that type of show because he has the very like straight man face. He's monotone. Yes, which it works for that yeah. show and why I think he's good on it. Montez, like he's just – he can't do that, so he's just being himself, which also works. And that's why with the combinations, it's like Captain Planet is perfect. Captain Planet. You're going to compare that to Captain fucking Planet? Ah, first Planet. in the top of my head. It's not thing where they put the rings like oh, Earth, my, wind, thing, fire. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Total sidebar moment here. I'm fucking with you. I watched that kid. That's all the time as a kid. I loved it. Earth, wind, fire, water. Woo! Is there a fifth one? I don't remember. I haven't watched Clearly, you like don't 10. know very well. It's been like 20 years. Do you know the theme song? God, probably if I heard it. Captain Planet. 
He's a hero. Brings pollution. You know what about that zero. show? I hated Captain Planet, but I loved all the people with the reins. I don't know. He was just too powerful. It's like Superman. No one likes Superman. Yeah, we're getting. I have powers. never in my life been more disappointed. I, that's not true. In you. That's not true. In you. That's not true. Whenever you were talking about Carmen San Francisco or whatever. Now you're doing it. I'm going to kill you. Between your pop culture references, you're terrible. Billy will agree with See, me. See, when, you were, will when you were me. watching Carmen San Francisco as a kid, I was watching Carmen Electra. Yeah, with your pants off. Yeah, that's probably how you watched Carmen San Francisco. Listen here. Carmen Sacramento, my bad. I'm going to strangle you. Carmen San Antonio? Carmen San Jose. I know it's a San. Carmen San Diego. Oh, I like San Diego. Never been. It's pretty sweet. You are a gumshoe. I am a detective. How dare you not know what Carmen San Diego is? I still have never seen it. The warrant. Sorry. On that note. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. I'm so angry in that clip. You have no, never noticed that? <laughs> yeah, I'm Like not all the time. Yeah. All the time I'm angry. Yeah. Where do you begin with the anger, folks? Um, I feel like we gotta we gotta begin with the lead. Really? Yeah, new tag champs. So you're not happy with that? I I mean, what do we say every week when we rip WWE? They don't give a shit about tag teams. True. So we have a new tag team who literally has never fought a match together, who literally became friends last week, beat your most dominant team in the company. Like this team's pretty much been unbeatable besides a few gaffes with the OC. Like, and this is like, first of all, in that stable, there is a legitimate tag team. And they're not the ones fighting for it. It's the two like two best friends, which they always do this. The raw tag team titles get used as a device in singles storylines. They all, they do this all the time. That's why Rollins is now a five-time champ with five different people. He's been a champion now with Buddy Murphy, Braun Strowman, Jason Jordan, Dean Ambrose, and Roman Reigns. It's insane. I got five on it. That's insane. I know. That just in the last three clearly shows you they use it as a device. Like yeah. it's, it's just a device for single storylines, but those are your tag team championships. How are you not, how, this is not a surprise. I'm not, but that's why it's heat. You ask me why it's heat, that's why it's heat. I am surprised it didn't. Hopefully, as I talked to my boy TJ, we were uh, discussing how hopefully this uh, Monday Night Messiah or Disciple of Apocalypse, whatever the fuck they're going to call themselves, uh, you know. Disciple of dipshit. Okay, that too. Yeah. Or the CrossFit Hounds. I don't care. You know CrossFit. what? A, because the hounds of justice. You I don't know. think I can. No, I think I don't think I can see what I was going to say on. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Anyway, so the, I hope there's a free bird w- rule where all four competitors can be those tag champs. I don't think that's going to happen. Nope. But uh, it's kind of it is a slap in the face for AOP. Maybe here's here's what I'm wondering. I uh, wouldn't say slap in the face. I think it's more of a slap in the face to all the tag teams in the division. Because this division finally had momentum. And let this me is what let me ask you this. Here's where I think this is going, and it's not in a good. Por- place for me, but I want to see where your thoughts are okay. on this. I think that Buddy and Seth keep those championships for mm, maybe a month. They lose them to KO and Samoa Joe, and then from Samoa Joe, we get him to the AOP. Yeah, and then Ke- Samoa Joe eventually turns on Kevin Owens. So, when we get to Rumble Talks later, I can book you Kevin Owens all the way to WrestleMania and probably get you excited for it. And it Please involves do. all this shit, so I'll save it for that. I look forward to it. Yeah. Just remind me because I'll probably forget. We're already 30 minutes in this program. They don't want to listen to anything but these 30 hosts. Um, so. Well, transitioning off that, um, well, Buddy's winning titles. Aleister Black is back to jobber matches. So this guy just... Not even a guy I can hit the button for, folks. They don't even care about him. Like, How dare you? For no, the they jobber don't. Like, knocker. Think about it. Aleister Black debuts with Ricochet. They're a fun tag team. Ricochet goes off to bigger and better things. Aleister Black does nothing. Aleister Black, his only feud is with Cesaro. At least Cesaro's in the stable on TV every week. Black had momentum with Buddy. 
beats Buddy three times. Buddy wins a championship the next week. Alistair Black is beating Jobbers. It's just, mm. they don't, I mean, him and Andrade, I think, is where the money's at, but I don't think we're going to get there right away. Something that I didn't like, and I'm sure we probably should have put this in the shine, or you probably might have should put this in the shine, but I didn't necessarily enjoy it. I thought it was nice. There are certain aspects of it. Kyrie versus Becky. Yeah. Didn't love I it. I didn't mind it. But I will say I the one. I love Kyrie's but, I do. The, the umbrella. Oh, my God. But the one thing that made me kind of think about this was Asuka on the turnbuckle was what I was looking at, not the matchup, which I'm sure that was by design, which yeah. is what it was. Which I think is okay. But there was so much yeah. and gaga. There's a lot of gaga. Well, here's, here's, my biggest, here's my biggest takeaway of this entire thing. You could literally choose your own adventure with this entire storyline and put whatever you want anywhere you want, and that's how it feels. It doesn't feel like they already did the contract signing, which, as we said, usually is a crescendo. But then after, it's like, oh, take on her tag team partner and lose. Sort of, kind of, but not really, and have Becky tap her out. And then, of course, they beat up on her, roll away, whatever. It just, it could, that that was the go-home. It could have been the first week, the fourth week, the twelfth week. Mm-hmm. It don't matter. You plug so, and play it. And that's that, to me, has no consistency in the story whatsoever. And then the weird thing, too, is Charlotte was backstage, and apparently TJ's wife thought she was naked under that thing. I don't know. That's a whole other thing. And then so B- Becky comes from the sidebar to say, hey, how's it going? And, you know, for the Royal Rumble, Rob, or whatever. It is what it is. I I, I was just like, I, I, I don't know what I'm watching. I don't does this does this division to me look like a division I want to watch? Eh, not really. No. Nope. Not really. So I mean that's for me when I look at it. I think there's a heat portion of it. That's how I feel. No, I disagree. Don't at me, bro. Well I will say, if you blinked, you missed the main event. Uh the mixed tag match, uh the thing that everyone was clinging to, which I think is a good move, is uh, Liv Morgan. I believe she drop kicked Bobby Lashley. Um, I was an enziguri. Yeah, I, I don't remember. I, it happened. Like I said, it literally happened so fast that I, I just. I if was, you blinked, you missed it. Yeah, I was packing up at work, uh, literally packing up because I'm moving to a new building. Um, so I was in and out, and it was just over. But uh, yeah, Lana grabbed Rusev's leg. Lashley spear for the win. This ain't over, folks. Not by a long shot. Uh, I think I'm assuming both men and both women will be in the Rumble, so we'll get Who some. Who cares? Yeah, something there. So uh, yeah, picks to win the Rumble: Lana and Bobby Lashley. Please don't. I will say my favorite part of the segment was Lana's ring gear. Fucking, I was dying. Like, she came out in, like, the dress. I'm like, is she wrestling in that cocktail dress? No, she dress? had some weird-ass Whatever thing. she was wearing. Yeah, and yeah. Then, then I saw the outfit, and I was like, this is fucking great. Those color scheme, ridiculous. It was odd. It was yeah, definitely great. very nice. It said Lana Day. Is there anything else? Or do you want to get to uh, the quick heats, or do you want to just... Uh... Um, the only other heat I have is the Bailey versus Lacey again, and we're going to have to get it again. It's just like they've killed this. Yeah. It's just redundant. I think Lacey's going to have to win this one well, in some form we'll of fashion. We'll get there in the predictions, yeah. Some form of fashion. And if you read my betting article, I have a hot take on this match. If so. you are a degenerate gambler yes. and you want to lose money, make sure you listen to JC and yeah, also read I JC's article. I literally said in the article there is one bet that if you like winning money, make it. I'm just not because the value isn't there. But The value isn't there. Yeah, because that's the thing. For me in betting, like if I'm not getting good payout, like if I have to drop 300 to win 100 I ain't doing it. By the way, the jocker. By the way, the jobber knocker is not in any way informed at all with this. This is all JC. This is all him. So do not no. take this as actual gambling advice because he doesn't know. I shit. mean, you can because I told you I'm putting money on it. You can do whatever you want. Don't come to me when you cry. The parlay player JC does not know yeah. a goddamn thing. Don't play parlays. That's how you lose money. There you go. That's that's the best advice I can give you with wrestling. Pro tip. Or with the gambling in general. Bet them all separately. All right, really quickly, uh, let's go through the quick heats to make sure I didn't lose anything here. I don't care. Kofi with new haircut. I liked it. Do you like it? Whatever. You don't care what it is. 
All right, uh, let's move on. We've already talked about how much... Uh, oh, the Revival had a backstage segment saying that they're not going to be joking around and doing all this bullshit anymore. Yeah, they, Scott it Dawson... Odd, and then they just went to Bailey well, and Lacey. So they that, said they're off social media, but they kind of are still on, so whatever. Shorty G kind of gets the, the comeuppance on uh, Sheamus, and that's, that's about it. That's a match it. of the Royal Rumble. Ugh, really? It'll be, yeah, it is. It's, that's yeah. an actual match. Uh, Elias does something, get it interrupted by the uh, the goons with Sammy, and then, of course, you know, I'm not going to hit his button because we're talking about him a bunch of later. That, that was whatever it is. Rude versus King. I'm oh, sorry, Rude and King, you know, do this whole crap backstage, and then, of course, Rude loses to Mr. Ooh, I believe. It's just a whole kit and caboodle of potpourri. I don't even know at this point. It's just, it's everywhere. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Did we, did we miss anything else? Oh, of course, Randy Orton. Actually, Randy Orton and Mac, I don't really necessarily I didn't mind that mind it. I, I did say Drew's promo specifically to me was really well done. It made me believe that he could actually win the Royal Rumble. So it is what it is. I think I've rummaged through the rest of Raw, so let's do this, baby. Glorious! You're my only hope. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now entered the 30 hopes for the Royal Rumble. 15 go to JC, 15 go to your boy Nestlemania. We are going to have a lot of fun with this. This is, I believe, the third year we are doing this, and it is uh, the brainchild of the original uh, part of the Jobberknocker, our boy Trav. We hope that Trav is listening, having a good time, doing what he's doing. So we do this every year because people enjoy it. We do it because we have a lot of fun. JC gets a little out of hand. I'm so fucking excited. And I think this is uh, this is to get you excited. We have a lot of positive and negatives, like a battery here, but we're giving you that extra little oomph and positivity because this is going to be something that we want to happen. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. Maybe we go outside the box. Maybe we stay inside our comfort zone. But other than that, it is time to do this motherfucking thing. I'm going to give you the first hope. Let's JC, it. smack it with me. Go. You're going first. That's oh, you thing. just said you were going first. No, I said I'm going to give you the first hope. Go ahead. All right. Oh, you. man, this is a lot of pressure. Um, pick from yours thing. <sighs> Number one pick. Oh, you don't want you don't want me to start. Uh, how about this? Uh, we're going to start uh, simple. Okay. With uh. <laughs> He's in the Royal Rumble. We all um, hate him now. And I want Seth Rollins to break the record for fastest elimination in the 2020 Royal Rumble. That'd be great. Go from winning one year to getting eliminated in, what's the record? One, like, like one and a half seconds? Yeah, I want him to get eliminated in one second. Titus athletically couldn't pull it off, but I think Seth can. Seth, this is your moment, baby. I just don't want to see him in there because I don't want him to repeat. All right. I'm going to go way outside the box because I just think this would be a hilarious callback. JC, where's the Royal Rumble this year? Houston! Interesting. Texas, home of the cheaters. That's exactly what I wanted Ooh. to bring up. So I'm thinking that we have a big cheating scandal in this ring to call back that the Houston Astros are complete cheaters. I would like to see some wrestler use electronic signs or hang on to their singlets or something to call back the cheaters and have something ridiculous. Have somebody come out with a Houston Astros jersey to have some type of device to be like, I'm still I'm still in the match. I think having that call back to me would be fucking hilarious. There you go. I like it. Yeah. All right. We're about to get uh, Jomo-y here. Oh, no. It's time, baby. So, you know, Miz and Jomo have the feud going with New Day. So, obviously, Kofi's out there. Miz is out there. And out comes Jomo. And we suddenly have a two-on-one situation. And then Miz and Jomo are just beating the crap of Kofi. Uh, Miz and Jomo have a not-get-eliminated-off. Jomo's parkour. Kofi's Bouncy bounce. Uh, so all that is happening is fun. It's great. And then all of a sudden it's like, man, Kofi really needs some help. Who could it be? What? Alex Riley? Are you kidding me? Could it really be? What a son. He comes out and he looks <laughs> all right, like. All right, enough. 
He looks like he is about to attack the Miz and attack John Morrison and save Kofi. But at the last minute, he joins forces with them and beats down Kofi and throws him out. And suddenly, the Miz has a stable of old buddies in John Morrison and Alex Riley. Maybe someday they'll get a fourth member in Daniel Bryan. Maybe he'll have his own inner circle. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be called the outer circle. The outer core. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever the fuck they'll the call it. The outer core? Yeah. The inner core of the, you know, it's a whole thing. Maybe it's the inner core. Who knows? Whatever. So you kind of hinted at one of my things I wanted to have. Alex Riley? No. Oh. Of course not. So I'm going to do uh, something that I think would be fun would be that co- this is something that we kind of think is going to happen. I think this is definitely something that would most likely occur. Uh, that Jomo and Kofi, I think, will get eliminated, quote unquote, simultaneously, use each other to get back into the ring okay. in some type of acrobatic Cirque du Soleil kind of thing that I think will happen. And I'm very excited for that because I think that watching them either duel or work together to get back in the ring or mirror each other, I think is a no-brainer. And I think that that's how you get people to be interested in the Royal Rumble in a spot that doesn't really matter. Nobody's going to win, but it's still Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. People forget that Jomo was kind of doing those things before Kofi. So, you know, it would be nice. To, as much as I don't like the man, I think that it would be a nice little trinket to get you through that hour and change. That's all I'm going to say. Do that. I hope it's circus circus style. That's what I want. I like Circus it. style. And I know I've ripped this, Brock Lesnar being the number one entrant, but I will say in terms of this segment, it has left a lot of possibilities for these hopes. And so you know what? The big question is who, 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 who will come out at number two? It's not going to be a New Day member, but I got a curveball. Imagine if this happened at number two in the Men's Royal Rumble. Is this the bronze song? There it is. <laughs> The return of Nia Jax at number two in the Men's Royal Rumble. Not only does she return and have a face-off with Brock Lesnar, she eliminates Brock Lesnar. Oh, boy. And suddenly, uh, that's over with. And you know who can come out at three? How about Randy Orton, the man who RKO'd her? So there you go. And you know what? He goes for the RKO, and she throws him out. What a start that would be. I'm not even a Nia Jax guy, but that would be fucking cool. Fucking cool indeed. Our number six slot goes to something that I think would be kind of fun. Uh, This is going off of JC's favorite segment every week. I think that Otis is going to bring Mandy Rose to the ring and be like, watch what I'm doing, Mandy. Watch me shake. Watch me wiggle. Right? Yep. Here's what happens. He does his hip gyration. He starts eliminating people. Maybe Lesnar's on the outside getting some coffee. Whatever. And he has his moment. And then a surprise entrant. Val Venus comes in and both of them do the swivel off and Mandy starts biting her bottom lip for Val Venus. Ooh. Right? And then Otis starts shaking with rage and then tries to throw out Val, succeeds, and Mandy walks away with Val Venus. Otis eliminates himself to run and try to get Mandy back. That what I think right there, pure fucking gold, Val Venus cock blocker extraordinaire i like that yeah i like that's good stuff yeah uh so next up uh i would like cm punk to be a guest commentator for the royal rumble match no i think that'd be fun he's out there and he could have comments on everyone and you could actually like tease potential things like maybe him and seth rollins have a stare down but at 30 there's one thing that everyone wants to see they want to see a showdown with triple h so if triple h came out at 30 cm punk get mad and they could fight about it but even better how about this we're getting the countdown clock for 30, 5, 4, 
three, two, one. CM Punk enters the Royal Rumble at number 30 after being on commentary. Not only enters the Royal Rumble, but he wins the Royal Rumble. Wow. Setting up CM Punk versus Barack Lesnar at WrestleMania 36. That's a good one. That's a good one. I think having I think having the commentary portion of it does take away from everything. I think it would I think it would throw people off though. Because it could just be like, oh, he just show up. I think that's expected. You put him on commentary, you're rubbing it in our face that he's not entering the Rumble. Yep. All right. So this is something that I believe is going to be right up JC's alley because, well, JC also has the same initials as my next person. So I think my next one is going to be we make a big ta-da about he comes back. Heroes welcome. Everybody is loving it. He even maybe throws out Lesnar, clears the fucking ring, and then all of a sudden... The King arrives. Ooh. We have a stare down between King Corbin and John Cena. Another JC. Not the JC, but a JC. And they start going off and off and off. The goons of the King's Court try to distract Cena enough for Baron Corbin. I repeat, Baron Corbin, the King Corbin, to eliminate John Cena thus. Setting up a future match at WrestleMania, the King of the Ring versus the King of WWE in a very, very big time matchup. Maybe redoing the fact that Corbin should have beaten Cena to begin with. I like it. I like it a lot. Well, you know what? I'm going back to Brock at number one. Because this, like I said, half my hopes are pretty much about this. Who could be at two? So, you know, the possibilities are endless. No one wants Cain Velasquez, like Billy said. But imagine if it's this guy. It would be a lot entrance from two. Couple headbutts later. Oh, listen to that song. I would pop. Because you know who could get Brock Lesnar out of the match immediately? Goldberg. But oh wait, there's more. Oh, you're gonna steal one of mine. I know it. I definitely I fucking am. know it. I definitely am. I hate you so much right now. Whoop, Ron saw no <laughs> bad. You're so bad at this. I know it autocorrected. You're so it. bad. YouTube doesn't let you have to take a take it. Can I take a guess? Nah, after I play the song. Oh fuck you. That's an ad. <laughs> God damn it. This is not going well, but pause. Goldberg's alone in the rain. There you go. So the twist is, Matt Riddle comes out, stare down with Goldberg, eliminates Goldberg, setting up the match at WrestleMania between Matt Riddle and Goldberg. Not where I was going to go with it, but I think that that's interesting enough. So I just want that match. So I know. However he gets there. I kind of want – so this is – I'm trying one. to take out Brock and set up an awesome I'm match. I know. I'm trying to – I was going to put Matt Riddle eliminates Brock Lesnar because he wants to retire him. Like, I, to me, that was what I really wanted to hey, get Hey, triple threat at Mania. Why not? Yeah, brass tax it. You know, that's what it is. It is what it is. So you, you've been stealing a lot of my uh, potential hopes, whatever. Um, some, some of these, like I said, not going to be so great. Some of these are going to be so great. In my opinion, I think I said this every year since we've done this. I'm still going to go out sometimes – these Royal Rumble moments need to be little but funny and get him and move on. To me, I think Elias is sitting there with his guitar. Please be interrupted by the Honky Tonk Man. And have Elias get that baby face reaction when he smashes the guitar over the Honky Tonk Man, which he normally does to everybody else. And I think that would get the Houston crowd excited as you eliminate the Honky Tonk Man. I like it. Yes. I like it. Well, next up, I mean, I just, this is one of my favorites of all time. And I would love to see this individual back in WWE, even if it's just for this moment, and to hear this song. I love AJ Lee. 
I have been on record saying she is my favorite diva slash woman of all time. I think she's incredibly entertaining and amazing and the better half of that marriage. So bring her back. I want AJ Lee in the Women's Royal Rumble. Sticking with the Royal Rumble on the women's Ooh. side, I this is a very small, small, small thing, a very intricate thing in my brain that could lead to more. I think that they've been teasing this very, 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 very subtly. I think that Nikki Cross is going to throw out Alexa Bliss. Ooh. She is going to be Nikki Cross, a.k.a. double-crossing her best friend. Ooh. Because I think that they are really investing in the fact that Alexa Bliss could be a ginormous babyface. And Nikki Cross... They were kind of making it in the promo saying like, eh, you know, maybe I'll throw you out. Maybe I won't like as a joke. Ha ha ha. However, this is a real thing, folks. I think Nikki Cross may throw out bliss. May actually happen. So they I go. like it. Well, I got another one coming your way here. Once again, in the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, the Women's Royal Rumble has a lot more opportunity for surprises mm. uh, just because the men already have like 24 people, but the women don't. And uh, so why not bring this back? Oh, Jesus. I would make Billy's day. Emma, old school Emma though, babyface Emma. She comes out, she does her thing, the little waka waka, like what? What, waka what, what waka. did she call it? What did she call it? I don't it? even remember. I'm sure Billy's screaming um, right now. It's Susie, you idiots! Yeah, but but wait, there's more after this five second ad, and oh, then I Jesus. get myself ready here. Um, You're terrible at this, it's, dude. You can't have two at once, bro. Okay. Can't do it because Emma's in the ring. She uh, shockingly eliminated Charlotte, and uh, she's all by herself. <laughs> and then. I fucking love this theme, man. Not only would that be exciting because Paige is back and Paige is the best, but Paige versus Emma, as many people like to say, kicked off uh, what we now see in the women's division with their match. So having that stare down in the Royal Rumble, that would be a moment. And it would set up a rematch. It would set up a rematch. Um, so as we still stick with the women... I thought to myself, okay, this Liv Morgan and uh, Lana thing most likely will be transferring over to the Royal Rumble. I think there's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, gaga with this whole thing, whether it's a cat fight, whether it's a real thing, who knows. I think that Lana is going to beat the ever-living piss out of Liv in the Royal Rumble until Sarah Logan comes out. Hold on, hold on. And then Ruby Riot comes out. We have a one-night reunion. For the Riot Squad to take out the heaping Russian trash. Wow. Throw her over the top She's not rope. Russian anymore, bro. Whatever she forgot she was goes back to Mother Russia, and she gets thrown over the top rope to the floor for three seconds. Boom, done. You're done. And I think that having the uh, Riot Squad reunion for me is a nice little oomph. For, I know we're trying to stay away from that because that's what, why Liv was whatever. But I think that just for that one night, for that one moment. The Royal I, Rumble's good for it, stuff it, like it's that. stuff like that. That yeah. one off. So for me, I'm looking at the Riot family reunion. Um, and then next up for me, I mean, this you know this is coming. Uh, one of the greatest moments in Rumble history was owned by this man. He is one of the greatest superstars of all time. He's tough enough. Oh, Jesus. Every year. Everyone loves Maven. Maven is a stud. Let the beat drop, baby. You do this every year. Oh, I get every it. year, and it never fucking happens. Um, you said that about Shelton Benjamin until 18. it happened last year. You realize 18 years ago he did that to The Undertaker? 18 yeah. years ago. People don't forget. Apparently a lot of people do. Uh, people don't. Uh, but yeah, Maven as a surprise entrant in the Royal Rumble would be fucking awesome. How many left do we have? Uh, we are. We currently has just hit 15. We were halfway Shit. through here, folks, so we got to right. keep all on right. moving. All right, all right. 
Uh, I think something that would be funny as well, that is, uh, in case my Val Venus thing doesn't come true, I think there is a, uh, Otis is going to start hip gyrating and do some maybe, I don't know, caterpillaring. And then all of a sudden the next entrant is Scotty Too Hottie. That's right. Scotty Ooh, Too Hottie, who does, it, bang it, bang who does the worm, which Ooh. is a more intricate version of the inch, well, the caterpillar. And the then, inch. I was going to say the inchworm. You the inchworm? Yeah. There's, there's nothing to <laughs> notice that is an inch. I know, right? So we get to a point where they stare off. Two heels get in their faces. They knock them down. We have that moment where we have the worm and the caterpillar at the exact same time. And then they get thrown out probably by the king. But whatever. You have that moment with Scotty Too Hottie passing the torch from the stupid move to the stupid move. And it makes the crowd excited. Scotty Too Hottie, the worm, and the caterpillar with Otis. There you go. Worms, they stick together. I like it. You know what else I like? And now, coming to the ring, all red everything, Eva Marie! Oh, wow, they actually, they actually had, had yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think she's great, and it you would be Clearly, great. you've mentioned the that. The crowd would be very upset because everyone hates Eva Marie. Nobody even knows. It would knows. be fantastic. Um, yeah, because she's great. Anywho, we're moving along here. Uh, where are we again at the Royal Rumble? Minute Maid Park in Houston, Texas. You know who also has a, a, a summer home in Texas? A lot of people. I got a flying Uso. JBL comes out. Oh, boy. To a hero's welcome. Booed out of the fucking building because he's, you know, JBL. And I think because he's JBL, I think it would be great. He gets in there, does his fucking wave, whatever. And then all of a sudden, Rey Mysterio hits him with one fucking move, and he's out in two seconds, falls right on his damn cowboy hat, ass over tea kettle, and then walks back out to a hero's welcome. Hero wave, goodbye, everybody. I just think it'd be a nice little segment to have JBL out there, do his little cowboy skip. I think it's a fun little thing. And having Rey Mysterio beat him in like .2 seconds would be great. So JBL, the jibble, will be back for one moment. What's that name you just mentioned, Rey Mysterio? Yes. Well, how about this? So we find out Rey Mysterio is supposed to be number two in the Rumble. But he gets beat up backstage by Seth and company because they're assholes. So suddenly, we don't know who could be number two in the Royal Rumble. So Brock Lesnar's out there. He's waiting. He's waiting. Now, who's someone that is related to Mysterio? Please don't. Please don't. Kane, but no. Dominic Mysterio comes out in daddy's place at number two. He eliminates Brock Lesnar, setting up a match, hopefully just on Raw, between Brock Lesnar and Dominic Mysterio. That'd be great. Because everyone would be thinking Kane. And if Dominic came out, I think people would pop for Dominic because he's not Kane Velasquez. He's not Kane Velasquez. Yeah, he's better. He's not Kane Velasquez. Dominic Mysterio, number two, eliminates Brock Lesnar. All right, well, we've, we're hitting number 20 right now, and I think it's time to take a quick, quick break. At hitting number 20, I am going to be sitting here very simple. Eric Rowan comes out with his stupid-ass cage that everybody loves so much. He's going to be taking people out left and right, biting them, hissing them, pissing on them. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. And all of a sudden, he's sitting in the ring, wailing this cage around, and Jake the Snake Roberts comes out as a surprise entrant. And we finally have the snake, and I believe that Rowan will eventually have to show what is in his cage. We have that moment, that stare-off. It's either going to be a rat... Or it's got to be a rabbit. It's got to be something that can fight back and bite you. I think it's very, 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 you know, weird looking. 
And we have this weird-ass handoff with Animal and Animal. I'm sure Peter would love it. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. I think that'd be a cool segment, a cool moment. The King made a comment on Raw that it is very much just like Jake the Snake Roberts, the way he's holding and, and taking care of that pet. So I think that'd be a cool little moment there to pass the torch and have the, the snake run away or flip Jake over the top rope, whatever. But I think it would be a lot of fun. So Jake the Snake Roberts and Rowan facing off with their animals. I like it. An animal off. Yes. Um, so my next thing is we're in the Royal Rumble. <laughs> she is absolutely cleaning house like the stuff she is. Otis is, at, Otis is at ringside being so impressed. The ring is clear now, though, because Mandy's just strutting her stuff. Like, she's so confident. But then, who comes out next? The Smoke Show, Scarlet Bordeaux, and we have the standoff to set up the match of the millennia. Mandy Rose, Scarlet Bordeaux, and a winner takes all our hearts match at WrestleMania. Whoo! That would be a moment. It'd be like looking in a mirror of greatness. Looking in a mirror of greatness. He match says, of the right? millennia. Match of the, the millennia. 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 Okay. Yeah. Something else that I'd be very excited to see would be that uh, at one point in the Women's Royal Rumble, that Dakota Kai comes out looking like she only looks strutting how she only struts with her little uh, her kneecap brace that she drags from the, you know somebody else, and she just starts beating all the women with it and kicking them and throwing them over the top rope, heaving them, hoeing them right over the top rope, and then of course we get Tegan Knox to come out, yes, and she just makes a beeline down that crazy ass ramp or whatever that fucking entrance way will be, and it just it goes everywhere. It just goes and goes and goes, and finally Tegan gets her one moment there to beat the piss out of Dakota, throwing her over the top rope, having a moment of celebration, and of course she gets dumped out later, but I think having the NXT audience and know that the general WWE audience know, I think that'd be a nice little tie into what's going on in NXT. It's not over, but it's a nice little side piece to the plate that is the Women's Royal Rumble. I love it. Yep. I love everything about that. You know what else would be great, speaking of NXT? This song, whenever I hear it, I feel like I am completely fucked up, like dancing somewhere. It's just like- I'm on E. Yeah, pretty much. Like, if I was on E, I think that's how I'd feel. Um, not only do I want her in the Rumble, I want her to have an incredible showing in the Rumble. Uh, Final Four would be great, but Io Shirai, stud. We all love her, stud. WWE knows that, so why not let her shine to let the people who don't know who she is find out what she's about. The evil of the sky- Io Shirai. Evils of the Sky. That's what her new song's called. It's called okay. Evil of the Sky. All right. All right. All right. I'm going to backpack off of that and use Io to finally have some moments in the sun and go up one-on-one -on -one against Kyrie Sane in the Royal Rumble. I think That'd that great. I think they've already teased it for these the uh, Survivor Series. I think having them have that moment, say like, you know, the whole doink and doink in the Former Sky thing, Pirates. Yes, exactly. I think having that realization and have them yelling Japanese at each other and then kicking and screaming and yelling and pushing and throwing them right over the top rope, to me, that's exciting. It'll have a moment to make me go, hey, that's really fucking cool. Let's do that. So to me, I want to see that square off happen. Um, and I'm going to piggyback off your Kyrie Sane hope. Because do you remember a few years ago when Mark Henry eliminated Jack Gallagher and he Mary Poppins his way out of the rain? Well, you know who else has an umbrella? Kyrie Sane. And I want to see her Mary Poppins her way out of the rain while doing an elbow drop to everyone else who was eliminated on the outside because that visual would be fantastic. So I would like that. The elbow umbrella. Yeah, the elbow umbrella Mary Poppins-y 
move. Fuck Mer- elimination. Okay, that's yeah. fine. We have 26 right now. So okay. we have 26. So you only have a couple left. So make sure they're good, baby. <sighs> make sure. my good ones. All right. Make sure that this is good. That's all I got to say. All right. For me, I think that the king is going to have a huge showing in the Royal Rumble. King Corbin is going to throw out a lot of people. I think that maybe we'll have some sacrificial lambs. Dolph Ziggler and maybe Bobby Roode will end up sacrificing themselves for the greater good that is King Corbin just to keep him inside the Royal Rumble so that he can go straight to WrestleMania, past the big dog's house, and on to the granddaddy of them all. I think that's going to happen. And then, and only then, King can start doing whatever the what he wants, screaming, there is another man that was from Texas. Another man that was also a king. That's right, folks. We get... King Booker to come out and show what real, real kingsmanship is. And I think you have that stare off from King's past to King's present, and you have that moment of passing the, you know, the scepter, so to speak, over to have the king throw out King Booker and having that cool little moment in Houston for your boy Booker T, even though Harlem, Harlem Heat versus Revival would have been ten times better. So that is what it is. I like King it. King Booker. I like it. Maybe the revival will help eliminate him. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Um, so do I have two left? Mm, I 27. Yes. Okay. So I literally just lost my train of thought because there I you was. Go. Uh, but I'll go with this one. So every day is Rusev Day. I oh, love no. Rusev. You love Rusev. We all love Rusev. Give this man his moment. He's been dragged through the shit. So you know what? How about this? Number two, Rusev. Rusev and Brock Lesnar, kind of part of the story of the Rumble is they're back and forth. Eventually, Rusev eliminates him. But I want Rusev to go the whole distance and win the 2020 Royal Rumble and go on to headline WrestleMania against Brock Lesnar in a match that I think would surprise people. It's not going to happen, but that's why it's a hope. Because every day is Rusev Day! Every day is Rusev Day, indeed. In fucking deed. Uh, Something else that I think is most likely going to happen, uh, but I don't think it's going to happen the way that I think. I think that having the Women's Royal Rumble, there's a lot of possibilities for people from NXT, NXT UK to be in this thing. I think that I would love to see, based on what's going on right now, a huge showing. Maybe not necessarily win, but I think having in the Final Four would be a big deal. Would we have Bianca Blair... Or whatever, Bel Air, excuse me. I'm sorry, I'm like my brain. Great theme song. Yeah. I'm on my own. I think that I would be, wall. But showing off her strength is something like this that I can see here throwing women gorilla press style over the top rope. I can see her just humming people by their hair. I can see the strength and how amazing that athletic ability that she has. Throwing her, maybe not giving her the, simil, the uh, single elimination record, but having her throw out six to ten people would be phenomenal. I think that that would be a really good you know, moment for her, but also I think it would give her into that launch. I think she's in, in line for a, a title shot down the line, I think, somewhere. So She is. So, the next takeover. February. So I think having her get exposed to that and having more people excited for her because Rhea Ripley's on this ginormous tidal wave right now, no pun intended. But it's just, I think that Bianca Belair needs that extra oomph. Her strength in the Rumble would be great for eliminating some of the smaller competitors. She yes. just can heat people around. Yeah. So this is my last one. This is your last one. Make it count, baby. This was a hope I had about, I don't know, when did The Fiend win the title? Oh, boy. But there's a rematch that I want. Okay. And, you know, he's been kind of down in NXT. He's doing his thing. He can still keep doing that. Because the beauty of the Royal Rumble is you're not needed till April once you win this thing. Mm-hmm. And it'd also be good for NXT to have the Royal Rumble on their show all the time. But you know what? A leather jacket ain't going to cut it for this match. Oh, no. At number 30. Doom, 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 doom. The return of the demon. And the demon wins, setting up an eventual showdown between the fiend Bray Wyatt 
and the demon kind, Finn Balor. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I think people would get hyped for that. I think that as well. I think that as well. And my 30th pick, or the 30th hope, as I can say. Carmella. No. They <laughs> <laughs> did that one year. I know. That doesn't really matter. Dolph uh, Ziggler. They also did that another year. Who cares? Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Well, you you want to keep trying to guess? I'm no. I'm listing off all the bad number thirties they've had over the years that let us down. Okay. Roman Reigns. We get down to the nitty gritty here. We get down to everything. Brock Lesnar has somehow survived Ugh. everything. We are down. He is taking off his gloves. He is sweating profusely. He has made some meme like groans and moans, like and all that other stuff that he does. Because you know he's going to be out there for an hour. He's sitting there pacing back and forth, going, "Thank God, there's no." He said there was no man. No man that could beat him, right? And all of a sudden, I had to disguise this because this is more of a Star Wars thing here. Earlier on in the night, Daniel Bryan defeats The Fiend. Ooh. Defeats The Fiend somehow. He strap-a-laps him in a victory. Whatever. And all of a sudden, you hear the Firefly Funhouse theme play. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Not the fiend. Ooh, yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. Yowie wowie. Comes out and he's like, gee golly gosh, Brock, this is going to be fun. Walks down the aisleway. It's going to be weird. Walks down the aisleway. Brock is sitting there going, what the fuck is going on with this weirdo? All of a sudden, he makes it about halfway down the aisleway. The lights go out. And all of a sudden, Brock's just standing there going like, what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? Brock Lesnar... Here, doom. Mm, I like where this is going. And then, somehow, some way, I don't know if it's a quick costume change or somebody else dressed as You could as do it. Fiend. All he needs is a leather jacket and the mask. Right. Could slide into the ring, whatever he has to do yep. to make it work. Behind Brock Lesnar is the Fiend, face-to-face, gives him the gullet, you know, the uh, mandible claw, yep. and throws Brock Lesnar's ass over the top rope because no man can beat him, nobody in the locker room can beat him, yet somehow, some way, a monster, a beast, can throw out another beast, and the Fiend walks out of the Royal Rumble, still on top of the world, and ready to go back to Monday Night Raw and be the thing everybody wants to see. Fiend me more, baby. There it is. I'm all for it. I like it. That wraps it up, right? Yeah, that's it. 30 hopes. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did, because that was fun. Fortunately, we got to move on. We got to move on. Wow. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. He's back, and I loved it. Shimmy, shimmy, yeah. Humberto Carrillo, you get my comeback. I I don't have uh, something better than that. However, I will say for me, comeback goes to Buddy Murphy because it's nice to see him go from what he was doing to what he is doing now. I'm not necessarily in love with the idea of him being with Seth Rollins. However, it does spark something. He's, I guess he wins his first. Well, I guess he was the Cruiserweight champion, so I guess I have to count that. But another big title for, for Buddy Murphy. And I think that's an important step in the right direction to get him where he needs to be. So that's why, Buddy Murphy, you get my comeback. Oh, wow! time for the predictions yeah we're gonna collide with the worlds it's true we're gonna get ready to rumble in a minute but first like we said earlier in the show jobberknocker.com this is your exclusive home for all royal rumble coverage we have your article uh about the ingredients for a royal rumble chef nestle billy's rant article about kane velasquez bad no get out of here my betting article so for all you degenerates or even if you're not a degenerate you can read that fantasy book in wrestlemania based off what could happen at this rumble uh, by the Brothers Quinn, NXT, NXT UK, NWA, Power, and AEW weekly reports. We also have predictions for Worlds Collide and the Royal Rumble. Uh, give us five stars, five flames on iTunes, Anchor, 
Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube. I'm forgetting one. You Google Play. There you go. So, yeah, Twitter, at Jobberknocker, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at uh, Ray Ray of the JK, at Billy D2411, at Joe Pollock47, at TJ of the JK, at The Real Deal B Cox. Uh, Facebook, Jobberknocker, Instagram, Jobberknocker. We're everywhere you want to be on social media except for at Nestlemania. But now we're going to run through these World Collide predictions. Um, rapid Fire, are you ready for this? Yes, sir. DIY versus Mustache Mountain in a legit dream match. I'm taking DIY. I also will be taking DIY because I, be- I believe that they have a bigger stock to have. Uh, they have a shirt out, too. So yes. I think that's why they're going to win. NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Angel Garza defends against Isaiah Swerve, Scott. And then two uh, participants to be determined. Travis Banks takes on Brian Kendrick, so he'll probably win that, as in Banks. And Legero battles Devlin. I'd like to see the hail in the match. So hopefully Devlin wins. But Angel Garza is retaining this. Garza for the J. C. There you go. Garza. Yeah. I'm gonna say for me, give me Jordan Devlin. Ooh. That's what I want. I think Devlin. I, like I think Devlin to me, out of everybody you just described, has the it factor. He's such a stud. So I think I, give him. Mm. He looks like if Balor was a little bit smaller, but still just as good to me. Give me Devlin. Like it. Speaking of Finn Balor, he's next up with a match with Ilya Dragunov. I think Balor's winning this. Let's go for Finn. NXT Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley defends against Tony Storm. This is a rematch from NXT UK. Uh, Tony Storm won that by defeating Rhea Ripley for the championship because Rhea Ripley was the first one. Can she do it again? No. Ripley Rip- wins. Yeah, Riptide. Ripley wins. Moving Ripley on. wins. And then the main event is a four-on-four match between the Undisputed Era and Imperium. I think Imperium wins this. I really? Think they, I think they need it more. Yeah. Okay. Why not? Fuck it. Do it live. I think that the uh, the world is not ready for the uh, the ending of the Undisputed Era, I guess. So, for me, I'm going to pick the Era, even though I think that there's going to be a huge reveal at the end of this thing. Something's like, there's going to be something new, yeah. something big, in like my opinion. I, so, I, it doesn't really matter to me who wins this, because I think both of them are going to come out looking like a million bucks. But I think there is a bigger thing at stake at the end of this matchup. I like it. We're done colliding. Now it's time to get ready to rumble! Um, we're going to kick it off with the match of the night. Shorty G, baby. Match of the night. Taking on Sheamus. Uh, this will be a quick one, and Sheamus will have another awesome bro quick because Shorty G's a great seller. Yeah, give me the Sheamus. It's a shameful game. Plus, darling, a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey defends against Lacey Evans. Nah, 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 nah. She's not necessarily going to win the title, but this Sasha thing, something's happening with her. And if she attacks Lacey, Lacey wins the match, so... Yeah. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks Wins. gets involved, involved, and make sure that Bailey still is the champion. Yeah. So, so we're both taking Lacey? No, I'm saying Bailey wins. Oh. Because Sasha helps. Schmoz. Okay, yeah. I like it. Bailey. Uh, next up, we have a Falls Count Anywhere match between Roman Reigns and King Corbin. Here comes the big Sorry, dog. I got to do it. The big dog, Roman Reigns. Is that your pick? Oh, yeah. Give me the reins. This is going to have a little bit of flying Usos. This is going to have a little bit of glorious, a little bit of the ziggle, ziggle, yeah. Probably a little of saying, yeah. Um, you know what? Schmaz. You know what the beauty of this is? They're going to be in the Royal Rumble together later. King Corbin wins this in the most dastardly way possible, but that's just going to set up when he's standing tall in the Rumble for Roman to come out and big dog him out of the fucking big ring. Dog so give me Corbin in this match. Big dog him. You make it sound so <laughs> weird. He's going to big dog him. He's going to big dog him. <laughs> Ara, 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 Ron Dog. Uh, singles match for the Raw Women's Championship. Becky Lynch defends against Asuka. 
I'm taking the smoke, Becky. Wow. Yeah. Oscar have, don't want that smoke. I was gonna say Becky has to continue going on the pace that she's going on. Yep. Is what it is. Next up, we have a strap match for the WWE Universal Championship. The Fiend Bray Wyatt defends against Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. How big are your balls? Oh, so big. You're so, taking, big. so you're taking Daniel Bryan. No, then no, you don't have big no, balls. No, no. I mean, uh, let, let, let's. I'm trying to win here. Coward. I, I'm trying to win here. You're Coward. not going to goat me into this. Oh, you goat boy? No, 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 no. I, logically, I'm going to goat you into the goat boy. The fiend. fiend Let it be me. known that Nestle doesn't believe in his boy Daniel Bryan. I'm also taking the fiend. This match will be straptastic. Straptastic. Next Strap up, in. we have two Royal Rumbles matches. Let's start with the woman because uh-huh. I think that one's a little more predictable. Um, before I give my pick. For me, there are three contenders, and okay. it's really two and a half. Okay. To me, it's Shayna Baszler or Charlotte Flair, but if Rousey shows up, she wins. Mm-hmm. I personally don't think Rousey shows up. So for me, my pick will be between Shayna Baszler and Charlotte Flair. Okay. I think there's an outside shot that uh, Sasha Banks wins. I think there really is. I would like that. I think that would be an interesting— I would like that. I think that they've made, the, they've made no effort. It's boss time! They've made no effort for this Women's Royal Rumble. They, they, they've left it so ambiguous. Which, honestly, it's fine because yeah. there's more surprises. Yeah. And so, for me, I just look at it like, okay, it's, they've the only thing they've ever pumped about this thing is Charlotte, 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 Charlotte. That's exactly what it is down your throat. So, I think that there is a, a way of, I don't see them not picking Charlotte. Okay. I really don't. So, I, I as much as I would prefer not Charlotte. Then you should read my article. I will. Charlotte. Could be lucrative for you to pick Charlotte. All right, Charlotte it is for Nestlemania. I'm picking Shayna Baszler. I've been saying it for like six months. I'm not changing now. Okay, Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler, it's time. It's time to bring her up. Her and Becky, that's a money match. That is a money match. Men's Royal Rumble. Um, There's a lot of people who could win here. Obviously, you got the big dog. You got Brock Lesnar coming in at one. He could just win it, and then who the fuck knows what happens. Drew McIntyre, like you said, has been the most built up for this match. Kane Velasquez is sitting out there. People want CM Punk or Edge and surprise returns. Kevin Owens has looked great. Seth Rollins, defending champ. I mean, you can go a million directions. John Cena's out there for a record breaker. Uh, this guy could freaking win because he's got a story with the team. Um, so let's go anywhere with this, Nestlemania. Who are your contenders? My contenders are quite easily put as Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, King Corbin. I like it. Uh, I, I do think there's an outside shot of the Mr. John Cena. And um, uh, I'm going to stick with those. I'm going to give it to the big dog because yep. I think that it seems the most logical. And I think that uh, the champions stay who they are till WrestleMania anyway. So for me, I will say give me the big dog. Well, I told you I could book it for you. I still want Kevin Owens to win. Because here's the thing about the Royal Rumble, like I said earlier. It's not till April. So he's all tied up in this Seth Rollins thing. Him and Joe are going to be a tag team and fight them. They might actually win it. But then you know what happens when non-tag teams are tag teams? They turn each other. So after they win the titles, it'll probably be like Dean and Seth all over again. Samoa Joe's going to turn on KO. Then at the next pay-per-view, they'll fight for a month. They'll lose the titles along the way to AOP. And then Kevin Owens beats Samoa Joe at whatever event is next. And then all of a sudden, it's like, huh. Okay, the next pay-per-view is WrestleMania, and Kevin Owens has looked like a stud in his last few feuds. He's built to take on Brock Lesnar. So it's possible. Don't Just because someone's tied up right now doesn't mean they can't win, and I want to pick him. But there's only one guy to pick. Here comes the big dog. The big dog, Roman Reigns. You went the only way you could on that, and that was fucking into the deep-ass weeds. That's what you went. You went all the way to the left just to go to the right. What a jerk. I want KO or Rusev. We're getting Roman Reigns, which honestly... Um, if I kept making the list, Reigns wouldn't be too far down. It'd be a cool no. story. And like him and Fiend is money. Yeah. Him and the Fiend is money match. That yeah. is a WrestleMania match. Yep. So. 
is what it is. Yeah. Anyway, folks, we hope that you enjoyed the 30 Hopes for the Royal Rumble. We hope you enjoy the Royal Rumble this weekend. I know I'm going to. Hopefully you do as well, We'll Jason. be together. We will be, which is a rarity because we end up screaming at each other when it comes oh, to the... it's going to be great. Maybe I'll try to record some of Nestle's reactions because if we get a little... Kelly, Kelly. Oh, I'll lose my shit. <laughs> do, do yourself a favor. Don't sit on Twitter. Don't sit on your phone. Enjoy the Royal Rumble matches because that's the way they were intended to be, to be is to enjoy it. Because they are super hot fire. On that note, I love Rumbles. On that note, thank you for listening to the Jobber Knocker. We'll be back next week with more Jobber Knockery.